Hello everybody, it's Sarah. Um, I am back here in this intro. I suddenly got nervous. That's kind of silly of me. I talk to you guys all the time. I play D&D for you. <laughs> um, I'm here about this month's charity. Um, so instead of choosing a specific charity this month, uh, Lawful Stupid, a D&D podcast, has actually issued a challenge to Roll Like a Girl at the beginning of the month. This is for their Min Max Mankind Challenge, and what they're doing is that they're going through and they're um, calling out streamers, calling out podcasters on their Twitter, they're just calling out everybody. And what you have to do is you have to roll a die of some variety, and whatever you roll is what you donate to their charity of the month. Well, their charity is childsplaycharity.org. They help children who are in hospitals, uh, you know, find a, find a way to relieve some stress. Um, there's 140 hospitals worldwide that are currently part of this program, and, and they're just offering children a chance to be able to get away from all the testing and all the drama and all the misery of being in a the hospital. They're trying to make their stay a little bit better. Um, so... <clears throat> As is customary with Min Max Mankind Challenge, our Min Max Mankind Challenge um, allows us to give advantage to our charity rolls. Uh, today, I'm going to be rolling two die 20. You can hear me move, I think you can hear me move my dice. Um, yeah, you can hear that, I hope. God, I love the sound of dice. Um, and so I'm going to be rolling advantage for this charity. Um, and let's see what we get. Ooh, wow. Um, I'm also going to take a picture of this for the guys so they can track it as well. But we got a 16 and a 15. So $16 will be our donation this time around. All right. And uh, let's go ahead and hop into that episode, you guys. Boop, boop. Well, it's like catchy and it only has the three words that babies actually know. Baby, mommy, and daddy. Baby and then Baby shark. I'm Livy, and I play Isabetta, the probably evil enchantress. Hello, I'm Sarah, and I play Kishori, the Asimar paladin of Utu. Hello, I am Theron, and I play Lydia Tamarovna Barsakov, the orcish warlock. And I'm Nikki, the current game master and your guide to fantasy Earth. Now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> back up and you cut out when you said zero zero. <laughs> Did I really? Whoopsies. Yeah, okay, let's, for me anyway. let's do a take two on the clap. We're going to do it at the 20 mark. Okay. Okay. The only good thing <laughs> that came go. from recording with Ray, right? Um, <laughs> is that, has that even been released yet? That Dragon Age no. thing no. we did? Jesus. I, no. I think that he does have like a date planned on the times that he's going to start releasing these one shots that he did with people. Now I want to look. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Those are over a year ago. <laughs> right? I know. Ugh. I know. All right, let's uh, let's do this, Nikki. All right, uh, Kish- uh, um, you're not Kishori. Well, your real name is Sarah. Sarah, yeah, my real name is Sarah. Can you recount the escapades of our last episode because Kishori was a badass? 
Yeah. So, uh, uh, well, with the efforts of the entire team, uh, we decimated that dragon pretty quickly. Uh, that's the long story short. And, uh, uh, yeah, we decimated that dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, we went inside the dragon skull and we saw that, um, there's a treasure trove. We've cleaned that treasure trove out and got really, got a lot of really cool stuff. Really fucking um, powerful. Yeah, um, freaking Lydia can hit like a freaking train. It'd be really sweet when she does. And um, we put some water in that cave. And that's about it. That's that's all we did. That's really all you did. And you're level 12. Oh, yeah, we're level 12 now. That's the important thing. And you guys retrieved 660 pounds worth of gold coins. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we sure did. So um, if you can get that money back to town with you... Uh, was a question you'll be set up for a while not that you weren't already but you'll have even more money pocky your delightful gnomish camel guide um will has set up camp for you there after the the treasure divvying um and uh do you guys take watches overnight there we could have done this last episode uh, yeah. I think about it uh, okay um what order do you guys want to take watches in i'll go first Okay. I can do second. I will go third. Okay. Um, I was not paying attention there at all as you guys said that, so I'll notice that. <laughs> that was Isabella. Okay. Then um, <laughs> let's start. I'm sorry. I was like, oh, yeah. And then I was like, I was thinking about something and I was gone. Uh, okay. <laughs> sorry. Uh, let's start with then uh, Lydia make a perception check. 19. Not bad. Um, you, after one's settled down to sleep there in the night, you notice something crazy. Ooh. Um, it's crazy. This, this like, you're, you're, you're almost not sure that you're not hallucinating. But there, as you're, you're on watch, you're sort of, you're, you're probably playing with your, your new strength, maybe like punching some dragon skull, who knows. But, um, <laughs> after a while, uh, you see this thing approaching on the horizon from the south. And it sh- at first you're not sure it's really a thing. It looks like, like a distortion in the, uh, air mm-hmm. coming over the sand towards you. But then as it gets closer, you see that it's a giant bubble of ooze of some kind. It looks like water, maybe. And it doesn't do anything. It doesn't approach you guys. It actually very clearly moves around where you guys have set up camp huh. and settles into the pool of water you made. Huh. And as you are watching, the oasis that you were at two days ago reforms under and around in this dragon skull. Ah, uh, cool. Mm. Doesn't bother you, doesn't attack <clears throat> you, doesn't do anything. It just, once the... The, it's huge. It's literally huge. And but once it settles into place, all of the trees reappear. All the date trees. Um, it looks like the whole area underneath the skull sort of fills up with water, and then it's uh, looks just like where you had slept before. And you kind of get this peaceful sort of sense about it, like like a <sighs> huh kind of feeling. Um, and you can make an arcana check if you'd like. 
I would like to. I would also like to wake up Pocky because it seems like something that would interest him. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, I got an 18. Oh, that's pretty good. Okay. Let me see. If you wake up Pocky, uh, let's see what he does. Let's roll a 20 for him. Oh, he's he's freaked out, but that's fine. <laughs> he starts like like climbing the trees, which are real, and like poking at the fruit, and he like touches the water. Um, you think that whatever happened before the oasis you found, which was not on his map, mm-hmm. was a creature that has now you've allowed it to come back to its previous resting place. Oh, cool. So uh, you saw it as it approached. It was a giant ooze. But now that it's here, it has returned into being a pool of water with trees and grass and birds. It's it's real weird. I like that a lot. And once you explain that to Pocky, he actually goes out and like he hugs one of the trees and says, I'm so glad we could help you. <laughs> um... But he does actually pull the camels away from the water. He says, that's that's weird. Let's not do that. <laughs> so. Um, okay, great. Um, then the rest of the night passes. Uh, Shori, <laughs> when, is, when uh, Lydia wakes you up for your watch, you have a, a weird moment where you're like, did we move overnight? <laughs> but then she explains to you what happened. And um, you were, of course, the one that didn't, get under the sway of the thing at all so you're like no you know that you just did something for a monster how do you feel about that i'm not a happy camper but she didn't attack us so that's okay it's a nice monster but she's uh when i'm gonna sit and do watch i'm going to pop off another divine sense and just try and make sense of what i can hear just ignore isabetta and <laughs> Well, she's got third watch. That's up to Kishore to decide how she's going to describe it as better. Do I get anything from the monster or from the oasis she's or anything? I'm looking it up. Yeah, I'm looking it up. Step up. Hurry, hurry, hurry. I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, it, it doesn't have any sort of um, ping for you at all. It's just a thing. Um, oh, it's a gargantuan ooze. Excuse me. It's not even huge. It's gargantuan. You have no idea. It's, this, you've never seen anything like this. Well, I mean, if it's not pinging evil... <clears throat> And it's not really harming anybody. I'm I'm at peace with it. I was worried you guys were going to go back and attack it. But you didn't. So, that's fine. He's here now. It's been returned to its place of resting. And it's happy. Okay. Well, if it's happy and if it's not going to attack us, then I'm, I'm a happy girl. But I am going to sit and meditate. And I will actually try and reach out to my guide. Oh, okay. Um, and try and get some insight on Isabetta. <laughs> None okay. of your business. <laughs> <laughs> You're asleep, bitch. Oh. <laughs> All right. I'll insight if I want. Uh, okay. Um, do you have a power that lets you reach out to them or you just want to do a, like a prayer? Just a, just a little prayer. Uh, make me a religion roll. Hmm. Mm-hmm. 20. Oh, nice. Okay. It's a little weird because it's nighttime, so it's not necessarily your best mm-hmm. time to do it. But um, after a little bit of meditation, um, there is the same thing, like a beam of light actually comes down from 
it looks like through the dragon's the dragon skull, the giant dragon skull, mm-hmm. down to um, in front of you, and your um, ancestor Chanda appears before you. And goes, oh, it's it hasn't even been that long since we talked last. I'm so glad to see you. What uh, what's up? What can I help you with? Um, it's it is good to see you as well. Um, I need guidance. And uh, Chanda actually like pulls up their knees um, and and does this like chin on her fist thing, floating there in the air, mm-hmm. and is like, sure, what's up? I have discovered something disturbing. The party that I travel with, mm-hmm. um, I understand Lydia and the slight leftover undead smell. I can I can understand that. Um, <laughs> a recent development has occurred in which I have discovered one of my own is giving off an evil aura. But she does not act it, and her intentions that I have seen thus far have not been for an evil purpose. What do I do? Hmm. Well, there are some who would say that to be evil is really just to be selfish. And it has a an alignment of, do you give of yourself to help others, or do you take from others for yourself? Um, mm-hmm. Is your companion wantonly murdering in the streets? <laughs> no, no. What? Not that I've seen, anyways. <laughs> I would imagine I would have heard None about that by now. Is <laughs> <laughs> his middle name Nanya? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, are you worried about about her? I am worried. Yes. Um. As I don't understand or know of her motives. None of your business. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's like she's talking to me while she's sleeping. It's so strange. <laughs> it's so and you strange. actually are hearing like a faint, like she doesn't know we're talking to her sleep, but None she's like, like, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's None it right of your there. business. <laughs> <But> <laughs> her actions have been dramatic, yes, but it did advance the party towards our goal. <clears throat> Is that a problem? I, I guess my question is, how should... Should I ignore the evil that I sense, or should I address it? <laughs> it's really funny, because she's being like, it's none of your business, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm well aware. <laughs> I'm well aware of what Liz, or, uh, what Isabella's going to tell me. It's basically to fuck off my own business. No, but, but you're it's like so, so not your problem <laughs> not your problem I guess my, she's it, killing people like what do you want I mean no like like paladin training has set her to be like don't question evil too much and just address it as quickly as possible but it's like I don't see really anything evil she's dramatic but she's not I haven't seen any evil intentions well then perhaps you should just watch her and and see if that changes. Perhaps you can be the guiding light that brings her back to keep her from becoming a wanton psychopath killer. Not likely. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you immediately jumped a psychopathic killer. Um, Shanda, um, okay, I'll meditate some on this. Thank you for your insight. I appreciate it. 
And she like she does she like, like leans down. She's like, "Are you doing okay? Do you need help? Are you are you are everything all right? Yeah, everything's fine. Okay, cool. Are you okay? Do you need any help? Mm, not today. I think so. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll um I'll reach out to you. I look forward to it. And then the beam okay. of light sort of dissipates and she goes away. Okay. Well, then Kishori is going to um just keep watching. She doesn't know if she feels better or worse about her thoughts. <laughs> to be honest. But as, she's just gonna, as like she's talking sit there to every it. grandparent ever. Does that make me feel better? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel right now. Um, so she'll um she'll wake Isabella up when it's her turn. And uh, why is there grass? Right. Exactly. So uh, she'll explain to Isabella what has happened. Uh-uh. Um, so she's not too terribly concerned, and then she'll go curl up next to uh, uh, Faria and fall asleep. Is it better? You've left your own devices here in the renewed oasis. What do you do? Oh man, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't thinking about this. I was busy saying none of your business. <laughs> hey, how about that? Uh, do you want to uh, enact any mischief or? What mischief is there to an act in the desert? I don't know. I'm open to suggestions. Um, I don't know. Man. Um. I feel like all of our potential mischief is bordering on too we're mean. Awake. Like, we, oh. have, we have Caltrop's bombs. That could be mischievous, <laughs> but... <laughs> I'm, I think I'm just going to poke around and see if I can activate this ooze. Oh, And see uh, what okay. it does. <laughs> Uh, let me bring him back up and see if he uh, does anything. I don't think he does. I think he's pretty chill now. I'm going to stick my head in the water and go, hello. Perfect. Oh my God. Perfect. Thank you, Livia. That was exactly what we did. That was amazing. I got water all over myself, but that, you know, was that it worth is, it? that's was none it? of my business. Was that worth it? <laughs> um, yeah. It does not seem to respond to you. Ugh. Got my head wet for nothing. Sorry, man. It's for the joke, though, so it's worth it. Um, <laughs> I think I'm just going to hit things with my tentacle rod until my watch is over. Sure. Uh, there's no limit on that? Tentacle rod is just whenever you want, all the time? I think so, yeah. I think it's just nice. like a weapon. Nice. Cool. I'm for it. Um, all right, then. The rest of your watch is pretty calm. Everybody gets all their hit points back, all their spells, everything. New, empowered, level 12s. Very exciting. Um, in the morning, uh, Pocky asks, Pocky asks, Pocky asks, asks if he can have the citern that you guys found. Yeah. We can't crazy. use it. Yeah. And then he we will... did, we did split the gold evenly with him. So, oh, like, he, he gave us a share too? Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, he's gonna buy more camels. Awesome. <laughs> Not even joking. Next time we see him, he's going to have an army. He's the big bad. <laughs> Uh-oh. Got to make a note now. <laughs> Sorry, got to write that down. One second. Uh, Pocky the camel now guy. you have to keep inventory. Is the big bad now. Okay, cool. Done. Him and his brother Keith. <laughs> Keith is a random choice, but okay, sure. Sure. Keith the camel's teeth. Oh, Keith. (laughs) That Keith. Right. 
What was that? From? What did that come out of? What was that from? I do not remember. <laughs> okay, no problem. Anyway, you guys set out back into the desert. I think I said this was week two when this happened, didn't I? I don't remember, but I think so. That sounds accurate. Sounds good. I don't remember either. Um, mm-hmm. Let's let's do it. So this going on to week three. <laughs> woo, uh, woo! In the desert, it's boring. But uh, Pock has an instrument now, and he will sing almost all day until you tell him to stop. But he's good at it. He's not. He's not a bad player. He's just. And he's got songs, actually, no songs in like like six different languages and tons of different styles. He actually has a very wide repertoire, and it really changes from the first couple weeks of travel where he was just telling stories. Now he's just singing all the time. Does he know Baby Shark? He does. Yeah. He actually does a, for you a heavy metal rendition of Baby Shark on oh, his music turn. <laughs> Somebody rolled me a die twelve. I got Not it. me. Seven. Okay. Um, so pretty much a week later. It's hard to tell because the environment is the same. Like you you don't it almost it's a little disheartening. So actually, um I want everyone to go ahead and then make me uh let's do wisdom saves. Uh you guys will now get a plus four to yeah. wisdom saves. Killer. That is a twenty-eight. I'm at a 15. 24. Do you get that yourself too, Sarah? I think so. Let me double check. You or a friendly creature, whatever you are, a friendly creature within 10 feet of you must make a saving throw. The creature gains a bonus to the saving throw. Perfect. Great. Yes, me. Me, 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 me. That sounds great. Then um, as this third week wears on, you guys are getting kind of bored. Like just uh, Pocky helps some because he's He's funny and silly and strange, but the featureless rolling sand and the movement of the camels is just, everything is just boring, but you don't descend into madness of boredom, which is good. You guys are all fine. (laughs) It's great. Um, Kishori, if you did not have your plus four to that, you definitively would have be, had bored of madness, what I, which I would have just had to make up. So I'm glad that didn't happen. Did the, me too! <laughs> did the Grand Prince never get back to me? Oh, shit. Um, he left you on red. <laughs> he totally did. <laughs> he did. He did. I'm sorry. I, don't, I, I didn't even think about that. I'm going to make a note about that. Sorry. Hold on. Uh... I have a page that says pay attention to me in my OneNote that, of stuff that I need to actually take care of. And I'm going to write that right now, all in caps. About a week after you guys left the giant dragon skull. Giant dragon skull. Um, about midday, uh, the camels start to act a little weird. Um, anyone who's animal handling, animal handling can roll for me. If you don't, or you can take a stab at it if you want to. Ooh. I tried. I got a 21. Also a 10. Kishori and, and Lydia both get the impression that there's that there's something wrong with the camels. They're acting weird. Even um, Faria is acting strange. Hmm. Um, I'll open up that link and ask her what's wrong. But you could finish your description first. Sure. Um, <laughs> Isabetta, you have developed a, like, 
life bond with your camel. <laughs> and you can tell that she is afraid of something. Uh, which is what... Is it Faria? Did I say that right? Yeah, Faria. Faria says when you um, talk to her, she's like, um, there's something bad in the air. And only a moment later, uh, Pocky turns around and he's his his eyes look like they'd now take up two-thirds of his face mm-hmm. kind of thing. And he's like, there's a sandstorm coming. We have to get into cover. But there's nothing nearby. There's th- nothing in any direction. What do you guys want to do? Could I create a wall of fire to burn the sand? Not enough to make a difference, but that's a good thought. Mm. I don't have anything. I don't have anything. Okay. Um. If it's okay, if it's a have magic teleportation sand- circle. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a magic sandstorm, I have silence. <laughs> but otherwise, okay. Um. Then everybody, go ahead and make an intelligence checks. Oh. Uh, 19 on a natural 20. Oh, jeez. So 22. 22. Okay. Oh, wait. No, you're 22. I'm 11. Yeah. I'm a t- yeah. Yeah. Isabel's first thought is, oh, my God, we have to save the camels. Uh, okay. So both are really good. Um, there's nothing nearby, but both Lydia and Kishori immediately think that you should do something to try to make cover because you don't want to be swallowed up by the sand. So, um, Pocky has already jumped, jumped off his camel and he's starting to unravel, um, some of the tents you guys have. Okay. But what okay. he's doing, he's not setting them up completely. He's trying to do like, uh, a lean way or something. Yeah. Wind breaks or and lean, to. lean twos. What do you call it? A lean, okay. lean, lean? Is that what you said? Lean way is lean. what I called it, oh. but I couldn't remember the real lean, name. Lean two. Um, <laughs> lean two. And... At this I can make pretty big walls of fire. Are you sure it'll do nothing? <laughs> you might be able um, to give I'll, us some more time with it. Yeah. I'll mm-hmm. jump off uh, uh, Faria and uh, go help her. Go help Pocky. Okay. Um, but I'll tell Faria to start pulling the camels together to take, to hide their faces, I guess, um, in our lean-tos. So what you guys think you need to do is create something that's going to take the brunt of the wind force you're going to have to get the horse the camels not the horses the camels to lay down and pull their faces in with you they might get buried and you got to dig them all of you out later mm-hmm. but it's more important that everyone can be able to breathe so what i want from everyone then is a you can do if you think of a skill that will help you can do that or tool proficiency Otherwise, it's going to be a, um, to set up, it's going to be a dex or intelligence check. Okay. I have Mason's tools. But do you have any bricks? Proficiency. Oh, bricks. Yeah, no, I don't. Okay. <laughs> um, do you have Mason's tools with you? That would include a shovel. <clears throat> okay. Um, so you can use that if you want to, if you want to do that as your check, you can. But everyone needs to then... Any, anything else? What else do you guys have that might help here? Um, I don't think I have anything that would help. I have, like, I am better at athletics yeah. than uh, dexterity, but that's just... I do have a dragon shield. I was thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> I just remembered that, too. I wanted to share it with you. I'm totally <laughs> Just surprised, Nick. Okay. Okay. Hey, Sarah, cover your ears. Okay, Nick. covered. 
Hi, Nikki. <laughs> what? What is it, I have a dragon shield. What? <laughs> Wait, what is a dragon shield? Oh my god, that's just freaking out. <laughs> I actually didn't hear anything you said because my audacity's freaking out. Oh, <laughs> so that's even better. I don't. I don't know. It's a mystery. It audacity side with Sarah on that. Um, okay. So, um, how would your athletics help? What would you do with it? With your ninety-seven athletics now? With your uh, well, I was just thinking that I would. <laughs> if anything needs to be muscled around, like if any of the camels are being dicks about it, or um, if like stuff needs to move faster that athletics might be useful as dexterity is okay sure cool um you can go ahead and roll that you that's fine i'll take i'll take that if i do my mason's tools mm-hmm. um using my shovel would that be what kind of um ability would i use is that strength dexterity con intelligence wisdom or charisma it's how would you charisma. use your shovel tell me how I you'd think- use your shovel I think what I would do is I would help um, use my shovel to help anchor um, the the tents mm-hmm. uh, material and um, and also help dig out like a little hole or something to help um, Isabetta uh, prop her shield up. I would just use my shovel to help prop things and, and okay. hold them down um, instead of getting blown away in the sandstorm. That's a logistics thing. I'm going to need an intelligence check with that, but you can add your proficiency modifier to it. 19. Nice. Okay, cool. I only got a 10 on my athletics with that of eight. plus 8. <laughs> yep. Okay, cool. Do you think I could use my stuff to hide from the storm? <laughs> mm, tempting, but no. Do you think I could use fly to fly away from the storm? <laughs> oh, God. Um, yes. Do you want to abandon your friends? <laughs> um... They've been kind of helpful. She wants to, but probably not. Okay. I mean, I if mean, it gets bad, she's out of there. <laughs> you could fly over the the wall, the sand wall that's the head of the storm, but and and hover up there if you spend a high enough spell slot for it. Uh-huh. Um, but you'd be by yourself, and there's a chance that it's so high up you'd start to have altitude problems. So, um, you're smart enough. Isabetta's got a 20 sports now, so uh, you know that would happen, and that's that's more even than leaving your friends behind. That's The logistics are bad for trying to do that. Anything else you want to try? Um, all of these would probably save me and not them. <laughs> that's fair. You looking at your spells? Yeah, I have Dimension Door. That um, carries you to anywhere that's within like a thousand feet or something. Uh-huh. Only five hundred. Five hundred. I used to. It used to be huge. Um, well, that's pretty huge compared to other spells. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. I've I've dimmed myself out of buildings before. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking great spell. God, what a great spell. <laughs> um, but Can I take people with me in Dimension Door? Only one. What if I just kept Dimension Dory <laughs> back um, and forth? You could, but you wouldn't be able to take the camels. The camels are bigger Ugh. than you. They're considered large. Ugh. Damn. I know. I know. Can you quickly teach the camels how to cast Dimension Dory? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, they seem pretty smart, but... <laughs> new class of warlock. Can uh, I polymorph myself into camel. a turtle? <clears throat> and then hide in my shell? Uh, <laughs> if you want to, I guess you can do Would that. Would that work? <laughs> That's Are gonna there help. sand turtles? That's not really helping, but you... I like that a lot. <laughs> it saves space for us, and it makes sure that you're safe in a selfish way. It's, it seems like a very easy, better way to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll polymorph myself into a turtle. Sure, sure, that's fine. How long does that last? Uh, that lasts up to an hour. hour. Okay, sure. You I'm just wait. gonna do that under my shield. <laughs> sure. Oh, you're gonna put, you're gonna set yourself up so you've got your your dragon scale shield, and then you're gonna polymorph into a turtle. So you pop I mean, under I'm the sure. shield. I'm sure somebody else could come behind the shield if they want to, since I am a turtle. <laughs> okay. I uh, will offer up this position. <laughs> it's actually probably fine. Then um, you guys can start to see it on the horizon. It's this rolling, roiling dark smudge that crosses the entire horizon to the west of you. And even as you guys are making these preparations of digging out um, while you're making these preparations of um, digging out stuff and, and preparing the um, the low set tents, um, you you don't think the camels would stay calm in the tents with you completely. So what Pocky does, he he does the same thing. Where he excuse me, grabs the lead camel and starts to talk to him. All this time he's talking in Gnomish very very quickly. Um, and didn't we speak Gnomish? I don't I don't think you do. I don't think so. Mm-mm. Oh, um, I do okay. actually. You I think speak turtles gnomish. can speak gnomish. That's not how that works, Livy. He and because he's a a rock gnome, he's one of the southern gnomes. Um, there's a lot more clicks and whistles to how he talks that there is to what you're used to hearing in Venice. It's actually very interesting to hear him talk like that. But um, after a minute the lead camel and then the others all lay down in a circle with their heads leaned in to where you guys are at. Uh, just to make sure that there's enough space, I will uh, dismiss uh, Furia. Mm. I can do that right with a seed. I think I can. Oh my god, I assume you said you're going to unsummon your your steed. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, I'm just going to dismiss her so that way um, there's enough room for all the other camels. That's fine. Um, and then while all of you are inside, because he's smaller, Pocky will run out and um, tack down the far end of the um, fabric, which is mostly covers the camels, but um, it leaves enough space there in the in the middle for all of you to sit. And he's like, okay, just no one, no one get it free. It's going to sound terrible. No one be afraid. It'll pass, and we're going to have to dig ourselves out afterwards, but we should be okay. It should be fine. Everyone just be calm. And If the sound is an issue, I will cast silence, unless that's more unsettling than just silence than the noise. Um, up to everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I don't know. That's up to you guys. I'm all for... Uh... I'm all for you casting silence. Okay. I don't mind. Yeah, I'll cast it. A- but I am going to grab um, Turtle Isabella and just hold on to her to make sure she doesn't um, fly away or get blown Desert away. Desert tortoises can burrow underground. There you 
Nice. Well, okay. How big are you? Well, I'm so worried about you getting blown away. I think away. desert tor- tortoises are pretty big. I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Hang on. Okay, never mind. <laughs> that noise. Link, link me a thing. Let me. Yeah, I'm, I'm pulling up a ter- picture of a desert tortoise. So I will cast a bubble of silence over all of us, which will give it like an eerie calm, but it won't be quite as scary. Okay. No problem. Um, before you do that, um, Pocky will say to to Isabetta, not Isabetta, I'm sorry, Kishori, who <laughs> seems to have a friendlierness with animals. Oh, I guess you're, it's a charisma skill. He's like, if you guys would help me by trying to pet the camel heads and, and just mm-hmm. be nice to them while it lasts, and um, yes, mm-hmm. it'd be great. So you guys can all roll. Not Isabella, obviously, but the other two of you can roll. Can uh, I nuzzle against my friend Camel, though? <laughs> yes, you, you actually can. Okay, everybody can roll uh, animal handling for me to help with this. Can we do it with charisma instead of wisdom? Oh, you got a four. Uh, yeah. A 13. Okay. <laughs> uh, 15. Nice. You guys I do guess I'm than... more set animals when I am one. <laughs> Yeah, it's strange, like, difference in language. They're not, <laughs> she's not really vibing with you here in this uh, turtle form. Aww. Uh, poor Pocky actually seems really freaked out, which seems weird to you guys, despite the fact he said he's been everywhere mm-hmm. around here. This is, this is really freaking him out, so he does not do very well. But then the storm hits, so somebody roll a die 20 for me. Uh, Livy, it's your turn. Okay. Um, I can do this. Where is it at? There it is. Nine. Oh, no. Okay. And then, um, I want... Go ahead, Aeons, to have Sarah roll me a die 12. Three. Oh, okay. Actually, um, despite how bad the storm clouds looked as they were coming in, and how, how freaked out, um... Pocky was and the camels were about it it passes over fairly quickly and then uh, within 10 minutes it's gone the the heavy front part of the wind the rolling part is done it becomes calm again and um do you guys wait until silence ends which is what an hour you can have silence or is it 10 minutes Uh, i think it's 10 minutes let me double check it is 10 minutes Okay, right at the same time that um, Lydia's silence fades, it almost takes a moment to realize that it has faded because it's so quiet afterwards. Um, Everybody, just quickly roll initiative for me to see who reacts first. Six. Nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Um, About the same time, both uh, Kishori and Lydia realize that the the sound that you were expecting of the sandstorm is gone already. You can see that the, the fabric above you is actually um, heavy. It's pushing down towards you. There's, you guys have probably got about three feet here inside this quick lean-to that, you, that um, Pocky made. So you, got, you guys were also basically crouched down, laying down almost with the camels to save space. Um, you can tell that there's a weight of sand above you. Um, what do you want to do? I don't want to open it up. All right, um, I'll do a test push. Okay. 
and see feel to feel how heavy it is. Sure, make a strength check. Eleven. Okay. Um, you push up against it, and at, you're prepared to feel like it's a mountain, but it actually pushes up away from you fairly easily. Oh. And you can um, <clears throat> almost get to full height, so you're you're in this like legs extended but half crouched, arms over your head, pushing up on the thing, sort of position. Do you want to go the, whole, the rest of the way? And stand up completely? Yeah, if, if it doesn't feel like it's giving me much resistance, yeah, I'll, I'll stand the rest of the way and try and push uh, the sand off of us okay. as best as I can. Uh, roll me another strength check. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Oh, no, that's a nine. Wow, I started rolling turds, guys. Okay, it takes you a little bit of work just to because tr- you're, you're trying to be careful about it to make sure that you don't dump extra sand down into where you guys are at. Um, that is definitively what Isabel is doing right now, which is, uh, I agree, uh, hard eyes. Um, <laughs> but you're able to pull the edge of the lean-to up and away in a way that doesn't bring all of the sand down on top of you guys. And looking around, you see that there's there's probably about six inches of built-up sand on everything. It was actually very lightweight compared to what it could have been. And you can already see further to the east, the the back of the storm is running away from you. Good. Um, then I will um, start helping people out of our little tiny pit. Awesome. Is Pocky doing okay? Pocky is fun if Pocky's doing okay. No. <laughs> he's not. He's really freaked out. It's weird. As chilly as he's been about everything else, this particular thing is really freaking him out. Um, you, somebody might actually, uh, is a, not is, but I keep doing that. It's Kishori. I'm sorry. Kishori, uh-huh. I don't know why I'm doing that. Um, Kishori, after a minute of you, the even once the, all the camels are standing up um, and and they've shaken themselves off and you guys are okay, uh, Pocky's still back there in the, like the farthest little corner of the lean-to that he had made. And he's got his, his hands over his head and he's like in a little tiny ball and he just seems like he's not even paying attention to what's happening any, around you. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to him for a little bit. And Pocky, it's past. Oh wait, is the silence? Silence is down. Silence right is down. down. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Um, I'll put a awkward, comforting hand on his shoulder and say, "It's it's past now, Pocky. The camels are okay. We need to get out of this." Okay. I uh, just make a persuasion check. It's an eight. He does not seem responsive. Um, make a medicine check. He probably put himself in a panic. That's a 10. Okay. Um, you do think that he's in some kind of shock, It's which is crazy. As as laid back and easygoing as he's been this entire time, this seems really strange to you, but he is mm. practically non-responsive. Something what do you want to do? Something bad has happened to Pocky in the past. <laughs> Had a yeah. bad experience. <sighs> I'm, if he's in a shock... I don't know what I can do to really do pull him out of it besides slapping him, but I don't want to do that. So I'll just try and like use five points of my lay on hands. Okay. I like as if I were curing a disease or something to see what happens. Sure. It's got basically the same effect as less restoration, right? Mm, yeah. Well, kind of. It's the wimpy version. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Um, I think yeah, that it cures just... a disease or poison. Okay. 
then uh, what happens actually when you when you give him that divine energy is he just basically goes limp. He goes from the, the little clutched up ball that he was to just sort of passed out there on the sand. And he just seems non-responsive to, even if you if you go to lightly, like, on his face. I don't know if that came out. On his face. Yeah, no, I heard that. Uh, it uh, doesn't seem to have an effect. Okay. I think, I think that what we should probably do then is just sort of keep our little tent circle up for now. Make sure okay. that the camels are ha- happy. And I'm going to just like sit next to him until he feels better. Okay. Um, then I, that's, that's fine. That's totally mm-hmm. fine. Then I need everybody to then make a, not Isabetta because she's still a turtle. <laughs> uh, Kishori, then. It's going to come down to Kishori. Make another animal handling check. Animal handling check. And is this the charisma base or the wisdom base now? You can do charisma. That's fine. <laughs> I'm for it. That's fine. 16. 16? Okay. Okay, cool. Um, you feel that you should talk to the camels. What do you say to them? Um... I'm going to awkwardly stand there for a moment looking at the camels and like looking down at the reins that I have mm-hmm. for them and back up at their faces. Go, you did good. You are good, good camels. And she'll pat one of, she'll go through and say that to each and every one of them and pat, quit laughing at me. Go back. Laura's getting up the stairs. She heard me going, you're good camels. <laughs> But I want to pat each and every one of them on the nose and just like a comfort. Like I know Faria likes to be patted every now and then, so I'll just do it to these camels. Like, oh, you're you're a good camel. You did very good. That was very brave of you. You held your might, unlike Pocky. But it's okay. <laughs> when you when you've got to the last one, um, and that's one you're talking about, unlike Pocky, uh, you think this must be the one that he's constantly talking to because when you say his name, that camel turns and looks at the passed out form of the gnome. And and nods slowly, and then he will be okay. Looks back, like looks over at the other camels, and all of them lay back down on the ground, um, in a very like settling into sleep sort of gesture. And all of them, I think there were six. Is that right? There were six camels. I think so. Six, yeah, because uh, Faria made seven. Uh, all six of them have their eyes trained on the gnome, but they. Rather than the somewhat panicked way they were doing it with the sandstorm coming, they're all calmer now and waiting. Um, okay, somebody roll me a d20. Like I said, it's Lydia's turn. 18? Oh, man. It is almost a full day before Pocky wakes up. Oh, jeez. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so you guys need to make camp mm-hmm. overnight and um, finish everything up. You sleep through the worst parts of the heat of the day, and eventually, late into the, the night, uh, the, the old gnome wakes up, and he's he looks haggard. Despite the fact he's got this giant gray puffball hair, he's looked very youthful now before, but now he looks like, like withered through his face, um, sad and frightened, even as he sits up suddenly and looks around. And, um, are you still with him, Lydia? Yeah. He, uh, he meets eyes with you and he says, I am so sorry. Uh, it's okay. I, 
I'm not sure uh, why you would react to it like that, but I have some thoughts and I completely understand. Are you feeling okay now? I think so. Okay. I'm, I'm so sorry. Do you need to talk? <laughs> and, and like he, he pulls back a little bit and he says, and he shakes his head like, um, no, uh, no. Okay. No. Thank you though. That's your camels are worried. Pocky. Yeah. Go oh, talk God. to Good talk to your and, voice. And he jumps up <laughs> and he runs over and he started like hugging all the camels and they're all, they all like lean their necks in to crowd around him. Camel like party. Group camel hug. <laughs> um, Libby, how long does polymorph last? I'm curious. Oh, an hour. Oh, an hour. Oh, so you'd have been popped back out. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's been herself for a while, but she's also still kind of chewing grass that she got from somewhere. It's hard to say what she's what Isabel is up to these days. Um, and the pocket turns back to her and she says, I, forgive me, forgive me, ladies. I, I apologize. I... I hope that won't happen again. Um, I'll be ready to go in just a little bit and we can carry on. I will. um, By now I would have summoned uh, Fluria back Um, and uh, pull everybody together or pull things together and go. I'm I agree. Let's let's get back on the road. All right. Well, sand. Yeah, right back on the path of destiny. And that's what we end today. We'll stop. Do, 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 do. Thank you for listening to Roll Like a Girl. To get in touch with us, the best place is on Twitter at Roll Like a Girl or by joining our Discord server. If you enjoy our show, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Or if you want to support us but can't swing a monthly payment, which is understandable, we have a merch store. Links for everything I just mentioned are in the show notes. We hope to see you again next week for more shenanigans.